We pick up at the bottom of 89b, uh, pay tet amud bet. Uh, we had uh, been discussing uh, in terms of eating and uh, someone eating uh, gluttonously, uh, and now what we talk about is uh, If you register other people with you for your korban pesach or your chagiga, remember we had that uh, we had this earlier on in our masechet. The chagiga of the 14th uh, was eaten as really the main meal on. Pesach, and uh, you had the Pesach really as dessert, as royalty would have it, uh, dessert time. Okay, the issue is, uh, though, if you register people on it, ma'ot shebado chulin, you you essentially are selling your share of the Korban Pesach. You go ahead, lay out the money, and now people pay you back for that korban, uh, the money from them uh, is defined as chulin. It is non-holy money. You, they, you Originally, what you might think is that this money is holy, uh, and therefore they are giving you money, and that money would also have the same uh, holiness as the, the korban itself. We say, no, uh, the money is chulin. The money is not holy. And if you try to sell an olah offering that you had designated for yourself and or your shlamim uh, designated for yourself, it's impossible to sell it to another person that only belong to you. And any money that you receive for it uh, has to go to Narava. You have to use it uh, and it gets forfeited to the temple uh, to buy these uh, offerings and uh, Naravot that are brought up on the altar. Uh, the fact is that you know you've done nothing uh, you know with that money as as the bright had said uh, why if, if you've achieved nothing uh, why do you have to why are you forced to give the money to the temple Amarava the answer says Rava is Kanasa you penalize the person he shouldn't have done it and now the fact that he's done it we penalize him uh, for that behavior. We might call Shahin, and what do you mean? Any uh, money he receives. Uh, maybe the animal is only worth four. Uh, and, and, and you got five uh, for it. You might think uh, that at least what you should be, you know, have to pay over as a fine to the Beit HaMikdash was just the value of the animal, i.e. four. No, even any extra amount that you received, uh, the rabbis penalized you and said that uh, you had that has to go to the Bayramigda so you really lose out over them. Alright, uh, that was uh, the the first part of the Gemara. Now what we move on, uh, and it's going to be related <coughs> to uh, the, the what we have just discussed uh, in a sense, but uh, we we are, let's just uh, start off uh, with it. Ama Ola, Itaima Rav Yoshai, Ola Rav Yoshai says, Do our Babylonian friends know? Taima Dahimilta, the aunt, the, the reason uh, for this ruling. Okay, uh, what is that? A person sets aside a lamb for his Pesach offering. And this person sets aside money uh, for his offering. Really what happens is, is that 
Um, how come the holiness of the money uh, transfers over to the Pesach offering, uh, which is already uh, sacrificed, and uh, and we say the money, uh, you know, and we said the money uh, is suddenly disappears, uh, the holiness of that money uh, disappears and suddenly becomes Hulin. How, how does that uh, work? All right, and uh, this is one of those uh, strange Gomorrahs where actually uh, the, the if you had to work according to the logical flow of the Gomorrah, uh, the, the, the bottom part of this Amur uh, would come before uh, the top part and we would be able to understand it uh, and do it now. What happens is the Gomorrah uh, quotes uh, something now and uh, it, it's, it would be very difficult to understand uh, if we don't know the bottom part of the, uh, of the Gomorrah. So just to uh, fill uh, everyone in uh, about that, what happens is, so we'll just give a, uh, a short um, uh, summary of, of, of what goes on later. Uh, we're going to see uh, later on there is going to be a brighter uh, below uh, that uh, the question is how if someone gets money paid uh, to him for a Pesach offering uh, that that money uh, as we said uh, is, is, is defined as Chulin and uh, there is a Machloket as to how uh, the, the, the Rebbe uh, views, this, uh, views this money. On the one hand uh, we're going to see that, uh, that the owner can use it for anything. Uh, what does that mean? It means that uh, the animal really belongs uh, to the owner the whole time. Even though he said it is a Pesach offering, uh, he can uh, sell it. He's got the right to sell it and, and, and get money uh, for this Pesach offering. That's one way of looking at it. Or uh, maybe what uh, we look at in a slightly different way. You say, listen, uh, when a person designates uh, an animal as a Korban Pesach in this case, uh, it doesn't belong to him anymore. However, uh, but uh, what what happens is, even though it doesn't really belong to him anymore, uh, it, uh, it it is uh, it belongs to um, the the temple uh, because it is an offering. Uh, but the money, uh, there's a special. Uh, dispensation really uh, for the money uh, that uh, because when people say I'm going to, to give the money uh, that, that uh, for, for this Pesach offering it still uh, is uh, allowed to be taken by the owner so in other words uh, the owner still has uh, um, rights in the money and the question is whether how far you take it in terms of the first understanding well, that you know, the person has rights, full rights in the money, you can sell this uh, sheep as much as you want or portions of the sheep as much as you want, he's got full rights in it. The other one says no, he doesn't really have uh, the full rights in it but there's a special exception uh, for the Korban Pesach uh, because people uh, have to um, you know, the idea really is in terms of Korban Pesach, uh, it, uh, the, the, there are going to be people coming in and, and, and out of this Korban Pesach. And as a result, uh, the rabbi saw that uh, that uh, you have to be able to allow the money to become uh, chudin. Okay, that, that's, that's something that's going to be quoted below. And that also leads on uh, to something in that, that, that's a brighter. And we're going to see there's going to be a Mishnah in, in, in Mesechet Tumura uh, talking about uh, if a person... Uh, talking about an etnan zona. Uh, an etnan zona is that if a person pays a prostitute 
for her services, uh, then uh, that, that that prostitute is not allowed uh, to bring that animal up as an as an offering to the to the Beit Hamikdash. It's like I got this. Uh, it's it's disgusting to do that, and therefore the Torah absolutely forbids you for doing that. Now the question is, uh, what happens if you had an offering, okay, already designated as an offering, and now uh, you you uh, give this uh, to the zona, uh, you give it to this uh, prostitute as payment for services, and uh, the question is, uh, you know, d- does it? Can you have you got the rights over this animal now, or does it all belong to Hashem? Right, so that's really what uh, the Gomorrah is going to be uh, saying in a bit. Uh, and now uh, we're going we're gonna to start, uh, you know, as we mentioned, there, there, there is more towards the bottom of the page. So we'll just, uh, you know, when we get there, it will seem much easier now. Uh, but based on, on those two ideas... Um, uh, that 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 we discussed, you know, how much of a person, uh, how much a person owns of his Pesach offering, uh, and also uh, what to do with an etnan zona uh, if you give her an offering uh, itself. Okay, so those two things. Uh, what we would say is, uh, what what is the uh, how how do we rule on those two things? Amar Abai, so Abai starts off, and Abai mentions as far either law Rabbi lahi. If Rabbi Yoshai hadn't come along and said what. Uh, he said, "Mamone zon al pisco." Really, what happens is, is that you uh, register register this this prostitute uh, for you know you give her as part of her share after as payment for her services. You give her a share in the Pesach offering. Okay, so interesting that you're going to bring this. Uh, um, this uh, this lady to the uh, uh, to the seder table. Interesting, you know. Wonder what your parents are going to say about that. But anyway, uh, that's so you register her uh, as as part of your pesach. Anyway, Rebbe, uh, we say if it wasn't for Rebbe Shai, I said that this is talking about this case, and uh, it follows uh, Rebbe. We'll explain all of this. Uh, you know, and it will become the question will become clear in a bit. Have mokmina bekochim kalim. I would say that this goes like. Kochim uh, Kalim, that this animal is a, a non, uh, a lesser holy animal. Uh, it says a de Rabbi Yosei and it goes according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili. Kochim Kalim, Mamon Balim Hu. It would be uh, that uh, we would say that this part of the Brata goes like Rabbi Yosei Aglili. And what does Rabbi Yosei Aglili say? He says uh, that a person owns uh, less holy animals and they, they still are even though he's consecrated them they do not automatically uh, form part of the temple uh, normally when you consecrate an animal uh, Kodesh Kodashim animal definitely uh, and even a Kodeshim Kalim animal you designate it really it, it goes out of your uh, domain and it really becomes the domain of the temple uh, however Rabbi Yosef Galili descends he says when it comes to a lesser holy offering uh, it doesn't become automatically uh, go to the temple it can uh, be seen as your offering okay uh, so that, uh, that this is what a bias says a bias says i would have uh, thought uh, that you know if, if it wasn't for rabbi shire uh, saying that the mission has to be going like uh, rebbe uh, and that you're registering this prostitute on uh, the the, the uh, uh, as part of your pesach 
I would have said that actually this understanding uh, is really saying that goes like Rabbi Yossi Galili uh, that says, and therefore you could use, uh, it is yours, uh, 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 even though it's a Kochim Kalim, you could give this as payment to a prostitute. Uh, that's that's what you, you could do. Otherwise, the other alternative view uh, would be to say, listen, it's not yours to give. Uh, it belongs to Hashem and therefore it's not yours uh, to give. Okay, uh, he says, I would have thought that, Aval, Pesach, no Mashar Inish, but uh, what would I've held? He said that uh, that uh, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi would say that a Pesach <coughs> is not like a normal Kochim Kalim. Why? Uh, because a person doesn't hold back uh, its, its holiness uh, in terms of that, uh, and and therefore it you know it, it might not be his property. However, but when it comes to money, Vadamashar Inish, he says uh, there's a difference between the actual animal itself and the money you're going to get for the animal. He says when it's the money you're going to get for the animal, uh, you 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 know you're not going to make it holy uh, because you still want to sell uh, bits of this animal off uh, to make sure that uh, you'd have enough, uh, you don't want to overlay it, uh, you know, laid out too much money for your Pesach offering. You want to be able to sell your portion so that you're in just for your portion. Okay, and therefore a person does not make the money holiness, holy uh, at the outset. And uh, at, even at the very beginning when he separates the money, he always has in mind that other people are going to pay him back for this uh, the, their portion of the korban pesach okay that's uh, that's what he said and therefore um and uh, and how would I, what would I have thought says a buyer? There's all a buyer's conjecture. Have I, uh, Rebbe? Now, uh, therefore, I would have said that this goes like Rebbe Mishumachi uh, And therefore, we say that uh, the money in his hand uh, is uh, is is not holy. Why? Even though a person uh, does not uh, leave over holiness in the pesach, he leaves over money in the pesach. That's what I would have thought. Okay, and I would have. Continue to think. Vahi the Kamokila Rabbi Oshaya Karebi, and I would say that Rabbi Oshaya comes and, and holds like Rabbi Long Makla Ana Karebi, but I wouldn't have said uh, that. Um, that I wouldn't have said that that was like Rebbe, even though Rabbi Shai says it was like Rebbe. Why? Because uh, according to, to this understanding, when a person uh, designates his Pesach, he does, you know, he, he says that it, uh, he doesn't stop it uh, taking effect and therefore uh, the, the, the full thing taking effect and therefore he's got some monetary uh, rights uh, to it. Uh, but when it comes to money itself, um, a person does limit it, and therefore, you know, there's no extra space. Uh, why? Data dahaki mafarishla, and uh, and therefore uh, he he did it. Uh, you know, at the be- beginning uh, with this intention. Okay, that's what I would have thought. Says a buyer. We're still in the in the first stages of what a buyer said he would have thought. He says, but uh, I can't think of that. I can't think. Uh, I can't. That's. Uh, I can't. I might th- think of that as a conjecture, but he says that's not correct. Why? Because uh, then we can't say it goes like Rabbi Yossi because the Taniba. Now, because it later on says uh, the the following thing: Hamoche Because as we said, if you sell your Ola and your Shlamim, you have not done anything. 
uh, okay, and uh, and uh, and therefore we, we're going to see uh, that Rabbi Yossi says that actually your la uh, belongs to you, and and therefore you should be able to sell it. Uh, therefore, uh, you know, if if I explained it that way, we'd have a contradiction uh, in Rabbi Yossi. Vahashta dokmiglai Rabbi Yossi lahi mamane zona al pisko. Now what we what happens is that now uh, the Rabbi Yossi comes and he says the Mishnah that we're talking about uh, is talking about a person who registered uh, this prostitute on his Pesach offering uh, and we say uh, and we say this uh, goes like Rabbi Huda Hanasi it must be uh, what we're saying is that uh, even with the Pesach offering uh, not just the money of the Pesach offering but even the Pesach offering itself uh, a person uh, restricts uh, its, its, its holiness in other words words, uh, he'll allow uh, people to come in and people to go out and it actually affects uh, uh, the, the, the Korban is not sanctified until uh, basically everyone is registered uh, on it and therefore we can understand uh, that, that you can buy and sell portions uh, of it even though you might think oh well how can it be that you set aside money which becomes holy uh, and then you buy a portion of the, of the Pesach but the Pesach was already holy how could that work? Uh, you can't use holy money it's already holy uh, to, to buy something that's already holy. We're saying no, uh, therefore once you set aside the money, uh, the Pesach offering uh, is, uh, is the, it, it, it doesn't achieve uh, holiness until uh, you've finalized everything and then it achieves uh, the holiness. So really that's how uh, that's the answer really to the question uh, in terms of how the money can be given uh, for a Pesach offering that was already holy, we say no, because it actually isn't uh, really really holy, because you know, that wasn't your intention. Uh, according to Rebbe, uh, you never uh, made the animal holy uh, from the get-go, and therefore you can you know uh, uh, sell your share and, uh, and backwards and forwards, and you can do all types of commercial transactions uh, with it because it's not holy until right at the very end. Okay, so now we've uh, explained uh, everything at the, in the top part of the Gomorrah and now actually we move to the bottom part of the Gomorrah uh, which just sets this out uh, and uh, uh, what, what we'd explained outside uh, will now become clear uh, because we're seeing it inside uh, Mahi, Rabbi Yoshai what is this case of Rabbi Yoshai? we've been talking about Rabbi Yoshai uh, but we haven't actually uh, seen it uh, in front of us did uh, none, as we see there's a Mishnah in Truma Natan la Moktashin Etnana uh, if you give a, uh, a holy animal uh, as payment for this prostitute, uh, then uh, they are allowed to be sacrificed again. Uh, because normally, uh, as we said, uh, unconsecrated animals given to an etnanzona are impossible to be brought, are not allowed, are forbidden to be brought uh, on the Bad Amigdash because there's a taint of sin uh, that you, you've got with it, and therefore it's, it's, it would be disgusting to offer that up uh, on the altar. Whereas here, um, uh, the the fact is, even though you've done something disgusting, but if you give her a korban, it's not yours to give uh, because uh, it is holy; it belongs to Hashem. So it's not yours, you you know, to 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 start giving to her now. Uh, however, offered the chulin. What happens if you gave her birds uh, that weren't holy? elu uh, Birds that aren't holy, they aren't allowed to be used as an offering. Shiaya uh, because you might have thought the opposite. Uma im mukdashin, you know, sorry, they, they should have been allowed uh, to be uh, given as an offering. Why? Uma im mukdashim, shiumam, posal, shamum, posal, behem. If you have a, 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 a 
an offering uh, that uh, that you want to give uh, into to the Beit Hamikdash. If you come and it suddenly gets a mum on it, it suddenly gets a blemish, uh, it's not allowed to be offered. Uh, in that case as well, uh, because it's not yours, as we explained, uh, it, it it is a it, it's a hectic animal. It belongs to the temple. Uh, then an etnan zona, this payment for the prostitutes uh, uh, is uh, is not allowed. Okay, uh, or uh, but ofort, uh, birds aren't as uh, susceptible to blemishes. It's only if a bird is missing a, uh, a limb of sorts or a wing or something like that, that you're not allowed to do it. But uh, other more minor blemishes are fine for birds. So, so too, because it's not as, as, as high a level of holiness, uh, you might think that an etnan zona uh, would not be applicable to them. Tamud Therefore, the pastor comes along and says, "Lechol neder for all uh, anything that you uh, donate, uh, and uh, you know that, that's that's what you it says for any neder uh, that you you, you create, uh, any vow that you do it includes the robots. It offer to say uh, that birds are also included. Kavuchomer, uh, let's have a look. Lemukdashin miata, and you know you could say that uh, we could go the opposite way. You could say that uh, if birds, uh, that there's no, uh, that birds are, are more lenient uh, than animals uh, because they're not, uh, if they could be offered up on the altar with minor blemishes. If you say in the case uh, of that, uh, that uh, they, uh, if they are given to a prostitute as a pay, then uh, they are not allowed. Uh, then what happens if it is a an animal, uh, which is uh, obviously a mum, uh, will be applicable, a blemish will be applicable to it. And then, you might think uh, that uh, they definitely uh, would, would uh, the animal stricter, so if it's forbidden for birds, it would definitely be forbidden uh, for uh, animals as well. Uh, in other words, it says for anything that you will uh, vow, as opposed to something that has already been vowed uh, beforehand, uh, and therefore that that would be exempt because it is already holy. Uh, so the Gemara says about that now. Ella The fact is because it used the word neder, uh, I love hachi. But if it hadn't used the word neder, havamina, what would I have said? Mukdashin kal isu etnan alayim. It says that you know in in terms of holy animals, uh, then. Uh, uh, the the prohibition of a zonah's uh, payment would would fall on them. But we get to the more, the fundamental question uh, about how can it be? Because now a person can't forbid something that's not his. And as we explained, uh, that uh, these animals belong to uh, the temple, the treasury. Uh, they, they are hectic, and therefore, uh, you know, how how could it be? Uh, it's not that person's anymore. So therefore, I'm a Rabbi and therefore Rabbi Yoshaya says. About that, zona al pisco We say this is uh, like uh, um, going like Rebbe, and he must have registered uh, this woman for his uh, Pesach offering. Uh, and therefore, as we said, uh, that it, it goes like that first understanding uh, that really a person can do what what he wants uh, with his uh, Pesach offering. It is totally uh, personal. It, it, it's all is totally his personal property. He can do what he wants with it. Okay, uh, my Rebbe, and what is the statement of Rebbe that? Uh, 
was referred to earlier, uh, Datanya. Uh, the Pasuk uh, says, uh, we quoted this uh, yesterday as well, uh, if, a, if the house is too small for a lamb, uh, then you go next door uh, to your neighbors and you buy, you know, you, you eat it together. Uh, it says, really, it means too little for the lamb, but then we, we dash it out as, you are allowed to, uh, uh, you know, sustain a person uh, from the sin. In other words, you can buy, uh, portion, you can sell uh, portions to other people. You can live uh, from the same. So in other words, uh, he, you know, and, and if he needs it, uh, and that's only if... Um, uh, if he's short of uh, of, of of food, uh, but not velo uh, but not if he's if he's short of other things. He's, you know, it's only if he's he's so down and out that he's got nothing to eat. Uh, but not if he just wants something else, uh, more possessions. Okay. Uh, the Rebbe, uh, <coughs> Rebbe says. No, even if you uh, don't have uh, money for other things besides food, he doesn't restrict it to food. Okay, and that's that's why he's broader. Shem and law. What happens if you don't have any other? Uh, you know, you don't have anything. Because then what you can do is register this other person along with you for your Pesach offering and your Chagiga offering. Umad. Uh, and the money that you had uh, now becomes kulin. Because of that, uh, the, the Jews uh, made their psachim, uh, they, they consecrated their lambs. So now, the question is, uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Zaira, uh, Rabbi, sorry, Rabbi Zaira, uh, they say, Kharamar, Baitsim, Litsriotso, Kulamalo Pligi, the Gavan, the Tkanta, the Pesachu, Gufa Pesach Tami. Where you are short of wood, you don't have enough wood uh, to roast the Pesach offering, uh, you could uh, definitely uh, you know, um, sell a portion of that of that lamb, uh, then you know you can uh, you can do it. Okay, you can add on uh, people to lamb, sell the portions off uh, in order to buy wood so that you can roast the Pesach lamb. Uh, the question is, everyone agrees on that, uh, but uh, between Rabbi Rabbah and Rabbi Zaira, uh, it's a question is Kipligi for Mata Umaro. The question is when it comes to Mata and Maro. On the one hand, Rabbanan Savrehai Achilat Achriti, we say it's a different type of eating. Uh, it's one thing to eat matzah, and then there's one thing to eat uh, the Korban Pesach. Uh, it's a different thing. Uh, and therefore, you can't use uh, extra money uh, for that. You can't sell your parts of your animal and use it for matzah tomorrow. Okay, Rebbe Sava, Rebbe is more broad. Kevan, the Hechshero, the Pesach, it's like a Hechshir of the Pesach. It's like it, it helps you eat the Korban Pesach. Eating the Korban Pesach, we have to have, as uh, Rabban Gamliel says, uh, the Pesach Matzah Maror. We'll see more about that with Rat Hashem in, in chapter 10, Arve Pesachim. But uh, in terms of it, you know, we say that uh, you have to have Matzah Maror that night, so you could even sell it for Matzah and Maror. Uh, because it's a hechsher of the Pesach, it's like uh, combines uh, with it and facilitates it. Kugufu uh, de Pesach Tami, it is so close related to the Pesach uh, that it is like the Pesach offering. Okay, that's the the one view. The uh, the other one says, uh, no, nami uh, Everyone agrees that you could buy matzomaro. So the first one said uh, um, the, the 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 wood that you cook the the Pesach offering. That everyone agrees you can buy. The question. 
is the argument is about uh, Matamara. This the second version uh, says uh, no. With Matamara, everyone agrees. Kula amalo pligi b'guai detev amotzot marim yochlu. You have to eat the pesach with Matamara. Uh, the pasuk in Balotka. Okay, the kavan the machshirin the pesach they are you know facilitating the pesach offering kapesach dami and therefore they are considered like the pesach. According to this version, he pligi elakachbo chaluk. The question is whether you can buy yourself a cloak, a shirt, or a cloak, or something. Uh, it says, Rabbanan Savrai, what did Rabbis hold? Uh, you know, you can buy anything you want, and, um, you know, that's, uh, the, the, you know, eating, really, uh, the, the, the Pesach offering, uh, that is what's uh, connected to that. You, it, it's all really uh, sustain the lamb, uh, that's what it means. So you have to, it has to be connected to the Korban Pesach directly. Therefore, uh, you have to do it. You should live from the lamb, right? In other words, uh, you can do uh, whatever you need uh, the, you know, from uh, the lamb itself. And so we see that uh, in this uh, version, Rebbe is much broader uh, than the rabbis. Okay, Labai, uh, according to what Abaya says, uh, this is, we're going back to the b- beginning part now. Uh, if you hadn't uh, said that you, you know, the, the way to get out of it, the way to understand this is to register a uh, the, the zona on your Pesach offering of Rebbe here, and that it goes like Rebbe. Have a mokmin and I have a coach Kalim. I would have said that this was Kochim Kalim, Rabbi Yossi Galili, like Rabbi Yossi Galili, as we've explained, Dama Kochim Kalim, Mamon Balam, he says, Kochim Kalim actually never belonged to the Balam Mikdush, they always belonged to the Balam until obviously you sacrificed them, that's a different story. Of our Pesach, Lomashayunish. In terms of the Pesach offering, uh, you would. Um, uh, it's a hundred percent, you know, consecrated over there. So now uh, the question is, uh, you know, how, how do we have that? Uh, we say that people. Uh, the real whole point about the Pesach offering is that we we realise that people are going to come in and go out, etc. And therefore, there's got to be an easier, uh, easy way to transact on this. And 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 therefore, who said? Um, and and we said that that's why they made this condition. Amanat uh, Cain, as a result of this, you know, the difficulties involved, uh, they said about that issue, Israel, please came. They made the Pesach. Uh, offering holy, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, make, make it easy to transact on it. And the Gemara says, okay, well, you know, um, the, 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 sorry, the question was, if it's not uh, it's not owned by the owners anymore, because it's, you know, it's now a Pesach offering, how could it, you know, buy and be bought and sold? You know, that, that's the question. That's why they, they um, make the money uh, for their Pesach offerings. Uh, they consecrate, it's on this condition, that they consecrate the money uh, for it, exactly uh, as we had explained. All right, um, uh, as we said, always a bit difficult that where the where the the, the Gomorrah uh, is uh, you know kind of the, the earlier parts of the Gomorrah is, is dealing with something later on uh, in the Gomorrah and it assumes you know uh, what's at the bottom of the page. Okay, but in any case, we have got to the next uh, Mishnah. We move back onto the topic uh, of not just registering for it. We're talking about uh, people. Um, 
who uh, in and of themselves uh, are, you know, even though they are currently tame, uh, they'll be pure uh, by, by the night, uh, by night time. And therefore, the question is, can you allow them to uh, bring the Korban uh, Pesach? So now the mission starts off. Zav, uh, as we mentioned before, a man sees some kind of emission, not quite a seminal emission, got a different uh, consistency to it. Uh, they, if he sees one, it becomes uh, the same as a Kerry just goes to mikvah. If he sees two, he becomes a zav, and he has to count seven clean days, uh, and uh, before he, uh, you know, he's, he's still considered a zav. Now we're going to get to a thing: a zav where he sees three uh, emissions. Uh, what happens to him is that this person uh, is now has to observe not only the seven clean days, but on the eighth day he has to bring a korban. Okay, uh, a korban that a zav brings. Okay, so uh, that's 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 so now the mission starts off. Gav shirash teiriot zav. Sorry, shirash teiriot zav. That saw two sightings. Okay, he's had two discharges, uh, and in other words, he's got to wait seven clean days. Shochten lav b'shvi. If it's his seventh day, uh, then you shecht uh, for him. Okay, even though he is not pure at the time, uh, when you shecht it, by the time night rolls along, he's able. Uh, to eat it because then he'll be pure. Uh, it's assuming that he's gone to the mikvah. Rosh Hashanah. However, if he sees three and he's a, a you know a zav with a korban, shochtin alav b'shmini shulo. Erev Pesach can be on the eighth day, uh, and uh, it's only if Erev Pesach is on the eighth day and this guy's already brought his korban uh, that. Um, and you allow uh, to, uh, to, to do that. Around so, by offering, by night time, uh, his Pesach will have been brought and therefore he's fully entitled uh, to come eat the Pesach uh, that night. Okay, uh, now, similarly, that was a man. Now we talk about a woman. Uh, a woman keeping uh, one day for one day. In other words, what happens with that? She sees blood on a Tuesday. Uh, she has to wait the whole of Wednesday uh, without any signs of blood. Uh, if she sees blood on, uh, you know, then she can be with her husband on Wednesday night. However, if she sees uh, blood, so then uh, again on the Wednesday, uh, she sees blood on the Tuesday and the Wednesday, uh, that that's... Um that's, that can also, she just has to wait for the whole of Thursday. However, if she sees blood on the Thursday as well, then she becomes a zava. Uh, and uh, she has to wait seven clean days and also bring a korban. Okay, Shemir Jum Kinege Jum, this woman who's either keeping one or two days, uh, that has seen one or two days emissions and keeping one clean day. Uh, on the second day, uh, you can uh, shecht uh, for her. Okay, and that, that's what you, uh, you know, after she's gone to the mikvah on the second day, even though she may see some kind of uh, blood later. Uh, again, if you she's seen two days, as we explained uh, before, uh, that uh, a few seconds ago, is that she has to wait uh, three days, uh, all in all, two, two days of the blood, and then an extra clean day. Uh, and therefore, what we be saying is, uh, you shake the Pesach for on her Clean day. Shneimim shochtin alav b'shlishi yushechta for on the third day. V'zava shochtin alav b'shmini. And v'zava, if she's seen three emissions uh, of blood uh, discharges, etc., then she has to wait seven clean days, uh, and uh, she, she would have to bring a sacrifice on the eighth day. If it's her eighth day uh, now, so then uh, she um, we would sacrifice a pesach offering for her. So we see, even though uh, that uh, there still is a certain. Requirement 
requirement uh, for people to do, even though they're currently no good uh, to have a Pesach offering sacrifice. By the time nightfall rolls along, uh, they will be in a, a position to eat of the Korban Pesach. Should we allow that? The Gemara says, hold on one sec. Amarav Yehuda, Amarav, Shorktin Vezokin, Atzvulyom, Mechus Kapurim. The question is, if you are a, uh, a person who has uh, a Tvulyom, uh, if you had uh, touched a Sheretz or something or seen a uh, Kerry, uh, you go to the mikvah that day, and uh, and then when nightfall falls, uh, you know, then you are able uh, to go in. Uh, the Kwanim can go eat their Truma, and you are entitled to eat your Pesach offering. Okay, even though. As we said before, there's another example of a type of person who is uh, not fit to have his korban right now, because right now he's tameh or tvulyom even, uh, etc. It's only when night comes that he'll be able to eat it, and that you know we have to eat the pesach at night, as we proved uh, a lot of times. Okay, uh, so, and we say, and even uh, one who hasn't brought uh, the, the offering, uh, the, you know, even though it hasn't been brought yet. So even though the night time, you know, it's on his eighth day, and has offering hasn't been brought yet, so uh, you still can check the Pesach. There's a whole uh, discussion, we had it a bit before, uh, surely the, the, the Tamid offering, and then it's the Pesach offering, and nothing, uh, no further offerings could be offered. We did say there is a case where you get a Mitzvah, etc., and, and and therefore, he uh, uh, is able to uh, to sacrifice his uh, offering even after the Tamid, uh, etc. We have that in Tamid Anishkat, uh, the, the the fifth uh, chapter. Okay, uh, continuing. Uh, now, interestingly enough, uh, you do not uh, shecht for someone who's tarmei sheretz, who's touched a, a dead sheretz uh, over here, and uh, and therefore you don't do it for him. The Gemara says, "Ula amar afshotin avzokin al No, you do do it for a tarmei sheretz because Ula's view uh, is is quite logical uh, in terms of it. He says, "Well, you know what? Um, uh, if you can go to the mikvah, uh, you can go." to the, the mikvah and by nightfall you'll be ready to go because that, that's all Tamei Sheretz is you can go to the mikvah so now uh, Rav, uh, but according to Rav uh, why does he disallow disqualify a uh, uh, even though it's his, you know, he could just go to the mikvah and do it quickly uh, he says surely he's uh, you know he's um, uh, once he's gone uh, you know during the day you know during the day he's, 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 he's gone to the mikvah he's done everything he can uh, then um become uh, pure uh, at uh, at night okay and and that's it so we say even though he's impure during the day he's pure at night uh, it says why uh, because the chazilutza because he's fit uh, for the night he's able to do it at night once sunset has gone by okay uh, but then tamasher it's nami chazilutza exactly as we said uh, before tamasher uh, it should also have exactly uh, the same uh, um, restrictions because you know he's uh, he also he should be re- he's ready he'll be ready that night assuming he goes to the mikvah so what it says mechusa tefila no because he hasn't gone to the mikveh yet okay and that's why uh we said tvulyom has already gone to the mikveh by definition he's already toiveled that yom uh toiveled that day uh you know and that's it's uh you can go uh you know uh, and we say well 
Tvulyom, Nami Mukusa, Erev Shemesh. Well, the Tvulyom, the guy's already gone to the mikvah, uh, he's not pure until nightfall rose along. Uh, how do we deal with that? No, Shimsha, uh, Mimaila. Uh, so there's nothing a person has to do. A person can't um, delay or do anything or, or mess anything up. A nightfall comes by itself. Well, the Gemara says, well, hold on, don't do playing games here. Uh, this person uh, is kino uh, biado, right? Uh, this person who is a mukhus kaparim, who has to bring offerings on the eighth day, assuming, as we said, he's a zav, uh, for example, uh, should he has to bring his, uh, his his offering, you know, how can you register him for the Pesach uh, for that? And uh, it says, and the Gemara says, no, uh, he's already got uh, his can. Uh, his can is, uh, is, is his bird's nest. So he's already got the, 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 the pair of, of birds uh, that he's going to offer up. Okay, and therefore, you know, he we will say that he'll he'll definitely do it. The Gemara says, <laughs> but if you say that the God will sacrifice his birds, well, why don't we say uh, uh, the guy will, uh, you know, toivet himself. You know, why would you why would you make this blanket assumption that uh, he he won't toivet himself? Uh, but um, you know, he's already uh, even though he hasn't given the birds over as an atonement, uh, he'll give the birds over. Um, you know, why do you say that? The Gemara says um you know tell me sure it's how make for enough and no it's a dilma pesha no maybe you'll be negligent uh, and uh, and and not uh, and, and not go in uh well the same thing with the uh, you know the person that's uh, on the eighth day uh, maybe he won't bring his offering uh, and you know how do you, why do you, why are you so strict uh, with the but not with the mukhusa kaparim dilma pesha maybe you'll just forget transgress and uh, and and um Forget about things and not bring it. No, Kugon, the Makasarine Levaitin. No, what happens is when you give the birds uh, in terms of that, uh, and uh, we say that uh, he's already given over his uh, animals or birds or whatever the case is, uh, you know, to, to the priest, and we know, Kudrav uh, Shmai, and we know the teaching of Rav Shmai, the Amar, who he said, he says, Chazaka, Ein Baitin, Shor Kwanim, Omdin, Misham, Ad so the, the, the Kwanim are very careful uh, to finish everything uh, in terms of uh, the, the, the amount of money. So we know for certainty uh, that the, the offering, the birds that they've offered, uh, they've brought, have been offered. The Gemara says, Rav, uh, but according to Rav, it's surely by Dorata, uh, you know, it, uh, it would make sense uh, to say that, uh, that really what happens is uh, that a uh, person that was Tamesher, it's could go to the mikvah that day. Uh, the Rabbanan, he, and it's only the rabbis, the Gazri Bay, and the, only the rabbis that said no, uh, that you're not allowed to, because they're worried uh, that uh, you're going to be uh, negligent over there. I'm a, I'm a Rav, uh, you know, call, and then why does Rav say, Matamin Bechad We had this a bit uh, earlier. Uh, why do we say that if uh, all the Jews are exactly half and half, and uh, we don't know? Pesach can be brought in Tuma, not in Tuma, but that's only if the majority here it's half and half. Uh, what do we say? We may we touch one of the people with the Tamesheritz and uh, we send him away. Uh, okay, so what you touch one of them with the uh, Sheritz and therefore the majority will be impure, uh, which allows everyone to bring it off in uh, and you know um, uh, everyone to bring it uh, you know in a state of uh, impurity in a state of Tuma. Okay, and uh, you know so, so you know if, if, as we just uh, finished. Thing.
if you are Tamer Sheritz and you should, uh, you know, on a Dorata level, you should be able to bring a, uh, a, a Korban. So then, you know, that, that messes everything up. Uh, you know, it's, uh, they should, uh, you know, if, if it's... Uh, if it, that's the uh, you know you make him tummy with the sherets, but it doesn't help because of the fact that Torah said uh, a tummy uh, sherets uh, in this case uh, is the writer allowed uh, to do it? Only the rabbis that said that he's not allowed to do it because he's negligent. Okay, uh, so therefore that can't be uh, the answer. Ella Rav midorata nami even Rav on a dorata level nami lo chazib. You say it is no good. Okay, addictive uh, because you use the pasuk ish ish. Um, uh, it, this, any person who is tame uh, with a nefesh, with a dead body, uh, surely we're talking about that that person, even though he's, his seventh day is on uh, Erev Pesach, his seventh day, all he needs uh, to do is, uh, they, if they sprinkle him on that day, he's going to become immediately uh, pure. Surely that's the same. Surely that's the same thing as a, as a sheret. All he has to do uh, is go to the mikvah. And uh, therefore, we comp- by comparing uh, the, the seventh day of a mate to a sheret, we see that uh, by would be disqualified. And how do you know uh, that that is talking about people, you know, maybe it's talking about people uh, earlier on in their, their state of, uh, of uh, mate impurity. It could be on day six, on day three, or, you know, anything before seven. No, it says, no, how do you know that it must be talking about day seven? Savadaik Rav Yitzchak. He must hold like Rav Yitzchak because he says, how did, the, how did things work? Uh, it says, Tamei mate, mitzvah, have these people were Tamei mate, the people that asked Moshe the question uh, in terms of bringing the Pesach, they were Tamei mate. Uh, and it says, uh, if you look at the verse carefully, uh, it says, um, you know, uh, um, they were Tamei the mate mitzvah, and their seventh day fell on Erev Pesach. Why? Because uh, the word says as follows, the Pasuk says, uh, they, not, they weren't able to bring the Pesach on that day. Uh, what does on that day mean? Uh, they weren't allowed to bring it. If it had been the next day, Pesach had been the next day, they would have been fully f- uh, fit uh, to bring the offering. And, and and still the Torah says uh, even in that case so we see even though they are tamay mate and we don't say ah we'll go to the mikveh quickly uh, and then by nightfall you'll be fine so we say uh, tamay mate on the seventh day uh, does not go to the mikveh and we compare that tamay mate to uh, on his seventh day to uh, this uh, uh, this this uh, tamay sheritz. All right, Tanan, however, uh, in terms of uh, uh, of that, we quote our Mishnah, Zav Shirash Tariot, Shokhtin Lav Vishvi, but Zav, that's uh, seen two uh, sightings, uh, we checked for him uh, on the seventh day, even though he's currently not fit. Uh, my love, the Lord Tavil, surely uh, he hasn't gone to the mikvah. Uh, and and, and Shema, I mean, talking about Tamei Sheretz. So surely if this guy hasn't gone to the mikvah, so too, the Tavulyom, uh, that, you know, hasn't gone to the mikvah as well. And the Gemara says, no, uh, and, and as we said, that that was our distinction. We said, well, maybe you'll be negligent to not go to the mikvah. Well, then the same thing should apply to Zav uh, as well. So the Gemara answers, no, uh, the Tavil, no, this guy, the Zav has already 
gone to the mikvah. Well, the Gemara says, we eat a uh, You know, what is the Kiddush of it over there? Surely he's going to become pure at night and uh, and therefore he'll be able to eat. So, where, you know, what exactly is it trying to uh, tell us? Uh, what's the Kiddush? Hi, Kamash No, uh, what does it teach us? The Afogav, the Mikusa Erev, Shemesh, even though uh, nightfall has not yet fallen, Kamash uh, you might think that uh, you can bring a Pesach, uh, you shouldn't be a Pesach on, uh, on his behalf because now it hasn't fallen. No, the Shim Shemadia Arva. No, the sun sets by itself. There's nothing he needs to do uh, to do it, and therefore uh, won't he will not uh, be. Uh, disqualified uh, from that. So therefore, the Gemara says, and that also makes sense to say that it's a Zav that has already uh, gone to the Mikvah. Because it says in the end, uh, if you've seen three uh, sightings, you, uh, you check for him on this on the eighth, on the eighth, on his eighth day, if that is Erev Pesach. Uh, you know, it, 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 you can say the mass must be talking about. About a zav, uh, the same the case before talked about a zav who saw two uh, um, uh, sightings, okay, and then you shifted on his behalf on the seventh day. Uh, the he has already gone to the mikvah, uh, and uh, and therefore if that is the uh, the case, uh, you know what's the condition? No, what would you have said? Ra uh, the person that's seen tiriot b'shvi who because once he's gone to the mikvah, he's not missing anything. Ava ra shlosh a person that sees three Vishmini uh, on, on the eighth day, Mukhusa Maise, Mukhuskapara. You know, he's missing an action. In other words, uh, he's still missing his uh, kapara, he's still missing his offering over there. Uh, law, uh, you know, uh, law, he wouldn't be allowed to offering a, a, a Pesach offering. Mashmanan, Dafagam Mukhuskapara, Shokhtin Vizokin, Ilavu. It says that even though uh, he's still. Uh, you know, missing uh, the offering, you can shift uh, for him. Okay, so so that's it. So the Gemara says, well, hold on one sec. Iyahaki, so Ela, Ela, sorry, Iyamata, Rashtariot, Bishvi, the Lord Tavil. What happens if the guy has seen uh, these two sightings and then, uh, you know, it's on his seventh day, Erev Pesach, and he hasn't gone to the mikvah? Okay, if he hasn't gone to the mikvah, Rashlosh, Bishmini, Lamali, why do I need that last case of the Mishnah, which is Zav, that sees three things, uh, also talks about, uh, you know, we all the guys missing is a certain uh, one little action. Has to yesh no matter. So you know, in terms of a zav who sees uh, you know two two sightings, okay, two missions on his seventh day, and he hasn't gone to the mikvah, uh, and, uh, and therefore he's still one hundred percent impure. It's not like the uh, you know it gets less and less uh, over time. No, he's as uh, as impure as he was uh, the whole time. Uh, it says uh, the tame. Uh, Aliyahu um, is fully tame. Shochten v'zokin elave. You know, if if you say that you shake the pesach offering uh, for him because he can become pure. Rash losh shvi v'tavel elave shvi. You know, what happens if a guy uh, that sees three sightings and out on his eighth day and he already went to the mikvah on the seventh day as he should have? The liksha, the klisha tuma. In this this case, what you can say is this case, this guy uh, that the tuma has become lightened. Okay, has become weakened uh, in terms of that. 
that was nice. It, it's for them. Uh, surely uh, we should say you can shecht it and sprinkle the offering, uh, you know, sprinkle the blood of the offering there. Uh, so therefore it can't be the, uh, the way of, uh, of understanding because that part would be self-evident. So therefore, uh, what do you say? Uh, a person who's seen uh, two, uh, had two emissions, Bishvi, <laughs> we checked it um, from uh, we checked his animal um, for him on the seventh day. Surely it must mean that he has already toiled exactly as we try to prove. The Gemara says, "Law, still not. We can't prove that." The law tavel. Maybe he never actually went to the mikveh. Itzrich, and and we need both cases. Why? Sakh dagmina v'shvi who diviador l'takein. It's only you know because you know only a guy that's seen two missions. Uh, you know, because uh, it, it is the seventh day, and he can do it. It's in his power uh, to do it. Uh, and and we say aval v'shvi da'af da'ein v'yado lakriv korban. But uh, you know, we, on the eighth day, uh, we've seen three sightings. Okay, and therefore he has to bring a korban. And we said, uh, you know, it's it's not in his hands. Um, you know, to do the korban. I'm a pshi about kwanim. Maybe the kwanim won't bring it, and therefore, you know, you've messed this guy up because now he's uh, he's he's a fully fledged tame person, and now he's uh, going to be in trouble uh, because. Uh, um, the priests aren't going to do it, so now he, th- he thinks he's fine. But meanwhile, the priests don't uh, don't do it, uh, and we say, "Kamash um, Milan to Rav Shmaya." Uh, you know, we say as we said before that Rav Shmaya, uh, who uh, says that uh, the, the Beit Din are very careful about these things; they won't think, leave things lying around. Okay, uh, we quote the uh, the, the Mishnah uh, now. Zava Shochtin. Now we talk about the woman Zava. Uh, uh, you shake the Pesach offering for Tani. Tani Takamada Rav Ada Bahava, Brata was taught to Rav Ada Bahava, Azava, Shoktin Allah, Vishvi Shala, the woman you shake for her on the seventh day. Amalai, Zava, Vishvi Shala, Mikhazia. But the same thing with the Zava. Uh, why could she have uh, stuff sprinkled for her on the, on the, on the seventh day? Uh, it says, Afilunamand Ama Shoktin Zokin Tamasheritz. Even according to the opinion that you would. Uh, Shech the blood and throw it for someone who's Tameshirts, which, as we said, is an outlier view. Hanimili, Tameshirts. It's only with the Tameshirts. Why? Because this guy is going to be fit that night. Hi, Lo, Lemachar, Matni Kapara. Uh, but this Zava uh, is not going to be fit until the next day uh, because she has to bring an offering. Uh, it says, Adamachar, Damatni Kapara. She has to be, you know, Mukhus Kaparim, Lo Chazia. So she's not fit. Um, you know, so therefore the Gemara says, Aim Abishvi. No, we just shift everything out a day uh, to say that this area of Pesach is on her eighth day uh, instead of the seventh day, so eighth day. Well, surely that is the case, you know, because as we said, the Kwanim are Zrizim and they're very careful. No, Kevan, Shemukusa Kapara, still that the woman is missing. Kapara, Lo, Kamash Milan, Kirav No, we say, listen, even though she's Mukusa Kapara, we say she might not, you know, might not get her offerings offered up and therefore she'll still be in the state of. Um, Missing something and not uh, not pure. We say no. The Rav Shmaya, uh, we quote him again, and we say that uh, the the Beitin don't mess around uh, when it comes to these different offers uh, uh, offerings. Okay, uh, Ravina, my Ravina says Nida Tanakme Vahanida Shochtin Alav You know, in terms of 
uh, his his uh, reading was uh, it's not a zava uh, it's talking about a nida okay a nida who's who's seen uh, blood she has to count uh, seven days and then she'll go to the mikvah uh, according to you know Chazal's uh, working of the calendar we add on extra five days etc but according to the Torah's view uh, a woman is impure for seven days and then she goes to the mikvah that night and be with her husband straight away okay so now nida um, in terms of this woman. Uh, you can check for her uh, on the seventh day, uh, uh, you know, of, uh, of 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 a flow of blood. Okay, on the seventh day of, of her uh, nida. Hamale, uh, but then hold on one sec. Nida b'shvi michazia. Is that really so? Because is a woman fit on the seventh? Uh, it says uh, Even according to the opinion that says you can shecht uh, for a tamesheret, as we said, the minority opinion. Because he'd be fit at night. Nida l'orta d'shvi who the tavla ad shvi the arva harav shemish lo chazia. So now the issue is that a woman has to count seven full uh, clean days, and she has to go to the mikvah on the night uh, of. To the seventh day, okay, and uh, and really uh, until the eighth day, you know, she's not 100% uh, pure, okay. So, you know, how do you deal with that in terms of it? So, the Gemara answers, um, it says, okay, we're talking here, we move everything out today and we say the eighth day, not the seventh day. Remember, it says, Pshita again, uh, that should be obvious. Azava, who is missing some form of atonement. Uh, we said that Shmini, you can check for her and uh, offer up, you know, the, the Pesach offering for her, even though she's not currently fit. But, um, you know, that it, it's still uh, good for her. Okay, that's it. You check, you know, for for uh, this Zava, uh, etc. Nida, the Nida doesn't have to bring any offering. Okay, that's uh, it's a normal uh, monthly thing. Uh, and it says, Surely it's obvious that you would uh, sacrifice for a nida. And the Gemara says, No, uh, nida, it's trichade. Uh, nida, you need to explain uh, that this case is not so self evident. Why? Hi, Kamash Malan, what is coming to you? Dwishmini in Bishvi law. Uh, on the eighth day, you could check the Pesach for the um, for her, but on the seventh day, not. Kedatania kol chayve tefilot tefilatan vayom. All um, uh, people can mikveh during the day. However, nida violeret tefila balala. A nida and a violeret woman who's given birth can only do it at night. You have to wait the complete uh, day uh, over there, and you can't uh, you know skip it and and only make it a portion of the day. Tanya, I also learned in Rabbi Yehoshua she had tefila. To me, but you might think that uh, you toivel, um, uh, you know, during the uh, the day while it's uh, still day. Tamalua shivatimim tiyev nirata. Um, in other words, you might think that a woman going to the mikveh goes during the day for a nida. It says, no, uh, if uh, the, the Pasuk says seven days uh, she'd be in a, a nida, uh, which means tia nidata kol shivat has to be a full uh, seven days. And you will ikesh nida. And we say a woman, um, you know, after... Um, you know, the, so uh, sorry, in, in terms of that, uh, sorry, it, we, we, we said... 
that uh, uh, you might think that she has to she can toil during the day. It says no, she has to be there full uh, seven days, and she only toils in the night afterwards. Uh, the same thing, uh, you know, has to wait all seven days. You let it, it uh, and a, and a, and a, a woman, um, you know, that is uh, a, a childbirth is compared uh, to this nida as well. Okay, uh, that's what you would have thought, but we, we say no. Okay, uh, we will leave it there. Uh, pick up with uh, the next Mishnah. Everyone should have a great day.